Hello, everyone. We hope everyone is having a magnificent Monday. If you are new here, we want to welcome you to our podcast about all things fashion. I'm Lucy. And I'm Elizabeth. And today we're going to be talking about a more serious topic, how fast fashion is an environmental issue and creates many workforce hazards. So let's get started. Fast fashion is defined as clothing designs that move quickly from the catwalk to stores to meet new trends. The collections are often based on designs presented at Fashion Week events. Fast fashion allows mainstream consumers to purchase trendy clothing at, affordable, at an affordable price. We believe that although fast fashion is inexpensive and stylish, it is hazardous to the environment and the people who make the clothing. So what's the problem? You are so right, Lucy. Fast fashion has positives and negatives. Stores that make and sell their clothing through fast fashion make a huge profit, and the items are easy and inexpensive to make. Their disregard for environmental and workplace safety allows them to cut costs and use the money for faster production and more amounts of clothing. The affordability and fashionable appearance of the clothes appeals to all types of consumers. With everything, there is unfortunately an opportunity cost to fast fashion. Fast fashion creates many environmental problems, and often the cheap nature of the clothing means that they are produced overseas, and the workers are barely paid for the long hours they work. Child labor is prevalent in the fashion industry due to the high demand for products and the complex and long supply chain. The industry decides to make a trade-off and chooses efficiency and profit over what is morally right. Child labor is defined by the United Nations as work for which the child is either too young, work done below the required minimum age, or work which, because of its detrimental nature or conditions, is altogether considered unacceptable for children as, and is prohibited. Child labor happens because children are seen as compliant and not needing of the full wage. Many families are promised better lives for themselves and their children if they subject their children to labor at an early age. Child labor occurs all around the world, and in the fashion industry, there are many tasks that require minimum skill in small hands, like picking cotton, spinning yarn, cutting thread, and sewing. Like I said before, the fashion industry is a very long supply chain that goes through many stages and processes. These processes can stretch all throughout the world. Because of this, many brands are unaware of what goes on in their factories. Even if companies establish ethical guidelines that prohibit child labor and promote a healthy and moral workplace, some factories can't produce the high demand expected of them and take the efficient but not right route, which includes subcontracting work to other factories where child labor and underpaid work wages and work occur. That's horrible. Many brands try to be efficient by producing a large amount of clothing very quickly. Because of the unsafe working environments and the low pay that workers receive, it is very cheap to produce. Quality is sacrificed with an emphasis on quantity. Also, dyes that are harmful to employees are used. Fast fashion is an example of why being efficient isn't always better. Ethical and environmental guidelines are, har are hard to follow through on when many brands are focused on producing as many goods as soon as possible. You mentioned child labor and unsafe working environments. I think we should mention all the environmental issues that arise with fast fashion. The, fa the fashion industry is the second largest consumer in 
of the world's water supply is responsible for 10% of the world's carbon emission. According to WeForum.org, 85% of textiles end up going to the dump. And since the 2000s, clothing production has doubled. We're taking a quick break from our podcast to promote one of our friends, Anna Faseas' podcast called Why Should I Care? Trash Edition. Please remember to tune in on 8 o'clock on Tuesday to listen to this amazing podcast. That's so true, Lucy. The demand for trendy and inexpensive clothes is very high right now, so naturally the supply is too. Because everyone experiences scarcity of money and time, fast fashion brands seems like the perfect solution. They sell cheap clothing and are easy to buy because of their abundance in stores and online shopping. Many people overlook the negatives of the fast fashion industry and let the issue of scarcity make their decisions. Brands fulfill these demands by disregarding environmental and labor and like worker issues and their rights. This makes it harder for more expensive brands that value their morals and quality to compete in the fast fashion industry. Have you heard about the circular flow model, Elizabeth? Yeah. Isn't the circular flow model where households and firms create a circular give-and-take relationship? And the product market is where goods and services are exchanged for money. Yep. Well, the fashion industry has a major part in it, so do the buyers. The firms that make the clothing to sell to the households, and in return, the households buy and create a profit for the firms. Households make wages by working for these fashion brands. On another note, fast fashion has a huge impact on the environment. The fast fashion industry is the second largest polluter in the world, the first being the oil industry. The industry has a great impact on the water pollution and microfibers in our ocean, waste accumulation, chemical addiction, and many other horrible things. The textiles produce untreated toxic into the waters, which are called wastewaters. Wastewater is any water that has been contaminated by human use. The toxic chemicals that are produced and are, and are now in the water include mercury and arsenic, which are very harmful to the aquatic life. That is horrible. Those poor animals. The industry is a large water consumer because cotton needs a lot of water to grow. Up to 20,000 liters of water can be used to produce just one kilogram of cotton. The countries that produce clothing for the fast fashion industry are trying to use a lot of water when the resources are already very scarce. To put this in perspective, 85% of the daily needs in water of the entire population of India would be covered by the water used to grow cotton in the country. If you want to learn more about environmental issues and reducing your carbon footprint, we suggest you tune in to our friends, Harper Granger's podcast. Her information is very relevant and is very um, connected to what we just talked about in our podcast. She airs every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Hope you listen. That just puts into perspective how horrible fast fashion can affect people. But you listeners might be thinking to yourself, what can we do about it? Well, you can buy clothes from countries who have a harsher environmental regulations for factories, like the U.S. or Canada, along with some others. As a substitution for, fa- for fast fashion, you can also buy clothes that have organic or natural fibers so that there are no chemicals being produced and polluting the waters. We know this isn't easy because th- these can be more expensive, but we encourage you to try. Yep, 
The more you continue to buy from fast fashion brands, the more you continue to hurt the environment and put workers in danger. It's kind of like marginal analysis. The more and more clothing items you continue to purchase, the more negative outcomes are created. Although the income effect applies to fashion, meaning that a price decrease makes consumers feel richer and more likely to buy from fast fashion brands, we can still make changes in the fast fashion industry. If all of us take a stand on fast fashion, we can encourage these brands to better themselves and adopt safer practices. If you want more information on fast fashion and how it affects the environment and the workplace, you can use some of the sources and online websites that we use to help us gain a greater understanding of this topic. SustainYourStyle.org, DressEmber.org, and the New York Times are all credible and informative sources. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you learn a lot more about this very serious issue. If you want to learn more about other types of fashion, please tune into our podcast every Monday at 2 p.m. Once again, this is All Things Fashion by Lucy and Elizabeth. We hope you enjoyed and we hope you have a great rest of your day. Remember to tune in next Monday. Bye!